Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. There we go. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown on the Popcorn Talk Network. I'm your host, Sarah Stratton. JTE is here full of energy and yeah, we had, we had a good weekend. <laughs> we had a good weekend. Very creative. Yeah. What did Juices you do? Were flowing. We we just uh, we can't really talk about that. Yeah, we can't talk about it yet. We'll wait till Halloween. <laughs> yeah, just look out Halloween. It's, yeah, it's gonna get nuts. Yeah, popcorn talk. We talk movies. How is wait? Sometimes. I don't understand. How how do you see it forward to Halloween? We're in Listen, August. We got, things, we got things in the works. We just put our heads together, and it's just <laughs> great things happen. Great things happen. Are you obviously. cosplaying as a pair? It's possible. That's the schmodown. Yeah. Oh. That's the schmodown. It's a little different. Yeah, we got to start the show off. Uh, R.I.P. Wes Craven. That's yes. A, that's a big, big, oh, man, I got to see transcended the genre. I mean, um, when you asked me, like, me and my cousin growing up were huge horror fans. Okay. Uh, I'm not as big a horror fan as I was when I was a kid, because I think it was just more about, when you're a kid, you believe a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. You're more gullible to all this stuff. Sure. And hands down... Nightmare on Elm Street was the movie that got me into horror films. Absolutely. My cousin was more of a Friday 13th guy. You know, like people pick camps. Mm-hmm. I'm an Arnold Schwarzenegger guy. I'm a Stallone guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a Friday 13th guy. And then there's Nightmare on Elm Street people. I'm, I'm a, a runaway from horror at all costs. Oh, really? Person. So you're not even the camp. I'm, I'm, I'm still do, scared. I'm still I would scared do like Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. type of mm-hmm. thriller. A psychological okay. thriller. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Exorcism movies? No. Well, I also or will say. crazy serial killers that are like. I don't know. Like, I'm not a huge soft fan. I, I was young when I when I first saw Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. and I'm I was scared. Like, I wouldn't go see two or three. It just didn't work for me. Oh, you're Very scared, scared to go to sleep. You are. Well, that means you, you really did his are. job. Yeah, uh, fantastic. And then job. he, you know, then he, then he, uh, you know, reasserted himself with the Scream movies, and Scream One yeah. and Two are fantastic films. Mm-hmm. It's not really horror, but it's just like. It's like a campy, serious thing, and they worked, and good for him. Uh, he was 76. Uh, what I hear is that he wanted, he was like, I could stay alive a little while longer, but then he uh, heard that the MTV Music Awards were going to air, and he's like, you know what, just pull You can't segue. You can't segue from, like, he's an like, in remembrance of the speech to a VMA's speech. Well, the VMA's were the worst thing that anybody, if anybody likes it, <laughs> stop watching the show immediately. Defriend me from Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> because I have a lot of things to say about it. I, I wish the whole goddamn place But you watched yesterday. it. No, I watched two minutes of it, and I was so sickened by what America is is, is, is going towards right now. I wish they would have put a bomb under Nicki Minaj's chair, <laughs> but her, the silicone you, in her ass would have You can't say that. That's awful. Here's the thing. I haven't watched Music Awards in years. I literally watch Vines. Like, that's the only thing I've seen. Ugh. The only thing I saw from last night were, like, the Vines people were sharing. Did mm-hmm. you watch them at all? No. Okay. I did I, hear I everyone talking about them, like, on my Do you want to know why America's losing? Here. America's losing because of the bullshit that they played on TV yesterday. That's why America's losing. We're I don't know what you're stock. talking about. I'm moving to China, I think. Here's the problem. They won't take you. The bits were terrible. Yeah. It was... Uh, Tyga was there and Kylie Jenner... Kanye's running for president. I'm gonna fucking run for president in 2020. No cousin. <laughs> my 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 thing is, I I predict Kanye's gonna be a transgender in 10 years. Um, here's the thing about I'm like, angry. I'm really yeah, sorry. Yeah, real He's quick. He's like really. You watch two minutes of it. Just don't watch it. It's hard to take the music awards. See how seriously. unaffected I am. Yeah. See, she doesn't care. Yeah, but you have your own issues right now. <laughs> but, She's allergic to olive oil. I think I'm allergic to olive yeah. oil. It's hard. It's awful. It's hard to take the music video awards seriously when MTV's not even about music videos anymore. Mm-mm. I think back in the 80s and early 90s, I actually watched it because I actually felt like MTV, no, there was real talent there. Yeah, and it was actually a channel about music. It's all nothing but reality shows. It is. True. No, they, they have a whole scripted division. <sighs> oh, they have a scripted division. I called too. up oh. DirecTV immediately after watching the first five minutes of that <laughs> and was like, get this channel off my TV right now or I'm canceling service. Like, I don't even want it in a goddamn guide. <laughs> like, it needs to go from 3.30 to like 3.35. I can't tell if you would be like a horrible parent or like a good parent. They wouldn't be watching this, I'll tell you that. See, did you hear know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Miley Cyrus, what a stupid whore. I don't even know who don't, won yesterday. I'm sorry, too but I'm aggressive. really, really angry too right aggressive. now. Yeah, this is ruining America. You're coming out blazing today. 
Just don't watch it. Sorry. Jesus. It's, it's not a big deal. It doesn't make a difference in watching. I'm on social media and all these other formats. Sorry. <laughs> don't popcorn, have popcorn those Popcorn talk, then. we talk movies sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. sometimes <laughs> Except for when we complete mi- completely miss talking about <laughs> yeah. movies like War yeah. Room, which um, we just... <laughs> yeah, my chair, my chair is sinking into the... I'm sinking into hell. <laughs> As he thinks There's nothing about I can the do VMAs, about it either. he just thinks so lower and lower. Give me a couple lower. of uh, telephone books. <laughs> I don't think they make those anymore. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to switch Sorry. out here. Well, right. I will get into the that, numbers. Yeah. Um, starting I get with. A new chair. You do that. Go right. blow off some steam. <laughs> get yourself a new chair that you just broke. <laughs> Can I smoke on air? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, for all of you out there who want to hear yes, about the movies, start getting to numbers for here. the weekend, rounding up the top five goes to Sinister 2 um, from Focus, mm-hmm. bringing in $4.6 million. Um, yep. It dropped 56%. Versus Mission Impossible came in at number four, only dropping 29%, down to $8 million. No Escape at $8.2 million open this week then war room no idea what this movie was mm-hmm. hadn't even heard about it but open to 11 million dollars kirk cameron's Stri- movie and then straight out of constance hanging on to the number one spot dropping an even 50 percent to 13 million dollars yeah and a quick side note when i did these numbers and the photos last night mission possible is actually number three and no escape was number four but it's literally like a hundred thousand dollar difference yeah. so it flip-flopped overnight by the end of the day, it might flip off one more time. Uh, it's so close. I went four for five as it stands right now. <laughs> as it stands right now. Yeah. And uh, debatable. Well, hey, it's, once the show starts, I, I think the, we're, all bets are I off. Think that, I think we should just all be disqualified last week for not knowing about War the movie Room. War Room. They and it was one of those it. things it's, It was in I one theater and it made I didn't $12 even, million. Dollars. I didn't even know about it. No, it was in... 1,000 wow, theaters. Yeah. I didn't in, like, hear about Nebraska. this movie. This wasn't even mm-hmm. like a movie that on Friday yeah. I heard about. Yeah. I didn't hear about it until I looked up the numbers and was yeah. like... The reason why is because you don't go to like those evangelistic things where they you know press their hand out and some dude falls down like that's that's the people who go see these movies what? there's a preacher in Atlanta he's got like 16 private jets <laughs> off of these are you serious going, yeah like do you have his name it's he, he has like Jerry Curl and glasses on that's why he probably makes his money <laughs> but anyway that okay. being said he's caught he was yeah. caught on tape drunk the one time saying my followers a bunch of idiots it went out to his followers right and he mm-hmm. spun it and said, like, the devil took him over and needs more money to get the devil out of him. And they gave him more money. I'm just confused. I'm just an angry person. But he, I'm angry right now. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, it definitely hit a certain demographic. Yes. Um, Very targeted they came film. Out, yeah, they came out in droves. Rated uh, PG. The thing about these movies, they're not going to get a lot of publicity. They're not, there's not a lot of press about these but films. But it must have had. Well, in the church community. Enough publicity. That's what I'm saying. To make $12 million or I $11 mean, million. Dollars. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not in church every Sunday. <laughs> so I... I uh, <laughs> let's just not talk yeah. about that. Don't get me started. Yeah, so listen. <laughs> we went from BMAs yeah. to church. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to turn into the Howard um, Stern show. We've had a couple of films like this this year that we, but we've at least heard a little bit more about. Mm-hmm. I think this one just ran That's under our I radar. Feel, I feel like when it does come to the religious movies, there's mm-hmm. I personally normally hear more press about it. Yeah, something. like there is normally the rounds of PR are still going. Mm-hmm. They still are hitting some of the bigger talk shows, and I just don't know if I just missed this because the press has been mm-hmm. so taken over by the VMAs, yeah, or whatnot. Because if you had just given me the title, I'd been like horror movie. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. war room. No I don't, idea. I thought it was a, a sequel of uh, War Games. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, there's not one famous person in this movie that's well known. I think some of the other films <clears> that we talk about, that workers' films, there's usually that one actor that you've kind of heard of. Mm-hmm. So who's you know they usually try to get one. This is literally. It's that Kendrick. Guy. I know he has a huge following. Kendrick, yeah, Alex he's a director. Kendrick is oh, a writer and director. Right. Uh, yeah. Huge, so huge there following. You go. They don't need to. Uh, they have it. Uh, you know, an inherited uh, or inherit. Uh, fan base, they don't need to put it on the air because they threw it through. It goes through the churches. Yeah, I mean, again, one thousand one hundred thirty-five theaters. Mission Impossible was in three thousand ninety-five, and it still made about three million more than Mission Impossible. I mean, that's impressive. I think this thing is definitely going to get a wider release next this week. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they add another thousand theaters. 
Mm. It's totally possible. Okay. It's the, possible. I mean, what's coming out this weekend? We're but the reviews talk about of it, it aren't the, the reviews of it are horrible. This thing is yeah, but it's a proof. plus cinema score. It's re- review proof. It's a plus cinema score. Of course it is. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Well, we talked about movies for about one minute, so that means we have to pop on over to talking about Casper mattresses for a second. Oh, of course. You might have heard us talk about Casper mattresses. Well, it was that a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. but we are back with a deal for you guys. So Casper makes mattresses in the U.S. They use latex foam and memory foam, and they come at a great price. You can get a twin mattress from about $500 to a king-size mattress for about $950. And you can try it out. So you can try out their mattresses for a hundred days with like, so you don't have to worry if you don't like it, you can send it back. I got one already. You got one? Yeah. Can you I, give the people your up. review? Oh, it's fantastic. I had it for a hundred days and I gave it back because, you know, I'm going to go under a different name and get another one. <laughs> I hope they throw that one out though. I don't, you know, I hope they don't put really it back into circulation. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually... I'm not going to speak <laughs> on that. Yeah, I'm actually looking for a new bed and here's the thing. This is a good price. They're, they're, this is a good price. That's exactly. I, I walked to a store in Pasadena not too long ago, and some of the prices on these beds were ridiculous. Oh, I was so, like, what do I? I'm not, buy, I'm not driving this thing to work. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> a, it's like, it's like yeah. owning a Bentley. Well, the reason, Casper, that they can have quality mattresses, but for the fraction of the price, is because it's an online retailer. Mm-hmm. So they cut out all the middleman. They just send you your bed. You see if you like mm-hmm. it. And most people do and keep them. It's a great bed. So... On top of that, if you guys want a discount, our promo code is BOX, B-O-X. So you just go to www.casper.com backslash BOX, and you can get $50 off the mattress. Yeah, and not a true story. I heard somebody bought one of these beds, slept in it, went to a coma, and the doctor said there was nothing wrong with him. Yeah. It was That's that how comfortable. nice of a sleep. It was that good. And like I said, if you buy one, I, I will uh, personally uh, take a picture on it for you. Yeah. So and, they uh, have to buy one. Yeah. Do they send it to you? Do you go visit them? I'll, yeah, I'll go visit them. And, uh, you know, if it's a girl, I'll wear nothing. And if it's a guy, I wear, I'll wear, you know, a All full right. jumpsuit. And if, you buy three, you if you buy three, Sarah will come over and model. <laughs> and then maybe you if could. If you buy three, you can just send me one. Maybe you I can rub olive oil on her and see if she's really allergic to it or not. <laughs> I will break out in hives and it'll be wonderful. Um, no. Anyway, so if you guys want one of these Casper mattresses, it's premium latex foam with memory foam. They're supposedly fantastic and they come at a great price. Again, it's www.casper.com slash B-O-X. So, do it. Breakdown. Do it. That, that, <clears throat> really, you didn't think that was the connection? I think it might be. <laughs> that might know. line up. Never, Who never knows? Know. Let's see what's loading up in the inter. Well, before we get to international, let's talk about somebody, no matter how good their bed is, is not sleeping very well. Zach Efron's new film had one of the worst openings in film history. It's $1.8 million. And it was that over. They should just name it We Have No Friends. (laughs) To to put this in perspective, our winner for the week for We Are Your Friends Guessing Game is. Jeremy Madal because he guessed a dollar and was the <laughs> closest. That's like the Price is Right. The Price is Right. You know, he was the closest because yeah. he guessed a dollar. Maybe he's angry as me. I mean, one point eight million dollars. That uh, barely covers the crafty on this movie. Maybe everybody was. I mean, look, it's a tough. Weekend. That doesn't even. Co- that covers nothing. <laughs> it no. covers nothing. Like maybe his assistant, a PA. That's that doesn't even cover the. Bodyguards keeping uh, idiots away from Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah. Do, you, do you think this has a lot to say with Zac Efron's pull? No, I think it's the timing. Uh, it's a bad week for movies, and it's gonna be a bad couple of weeks for movies. I mean, next week I think like Transporters coming out or something. That's it. Um, I think what happens is ultimately, uh, you know, because we started doing the show around this time last year mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. nothing was out, and it was tough to talk about because there's really honestly nothing. But we are friends had a, had a shot. I thought. For a second, and I had a num- at number two for like twelve. Yeah, um, but I guess I just underestimated uh, overestimated. the power. Yeah, overestimated the power of um, abs. Yeah, abs and the power of how smart America is getting on some level. The trailer was not good. I think n- n- the trailer was just it, was, it annoyed me. It's yeah. not even I didn't like the trailer. It annoyed me just watching the trailer. Mm-hmm. 
And I, the girl was in this, the Emily girl yeah, from Emily um, Radikowski. Blurred Gone Line. Girl and yeah, Gone girl. eyebrows. Gone Girl, yeah. <laughs> was like she, yeah she, was, she was Ben Affleck's love. Uh, oh, my yeah. God. What an amazing scene. Yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I, I, I feel bad for him. He's got Neighbors 2 coming up, which I think is a good rebound for him, because I think that's a guaranteed hit. Mm-hmm. I'm not but, a fan of him, so it's like just... You had you say he has creepy face, right, or something? He makes <laughs> or soap really, opera face, whatever yes, it's called. Yes, I don't know. There's soap something about face. his facial impre- ugh, expressions. I just kind of creeps me out. Anyway, well, but we did talk about. So that was a Jeremy Woodall who got when that guessing game. Mm-hmm. Also, since we're on the topic, Arthur Carlson won the War Room mm-hmm. guessing mm-hmm. game. So he was to, and did really? that. Where's wow. he from? Arthur Carlson, we want to know where you're from that you heard Maybe about you the movie War Room. Maybe have a seat on the panel room. next week. <laughs> yeah, he, he can take yeah, yours. Come on in. Yeah. Your sinking seat over I there. I get fired tonight anyway. Um, no Escape, Robert Burke won that, and James Andy got four for five wow, nice. on the list. So, so those are our winners. Did anybody have War Room at number two? I ch- These are the notes I have on the five. winners, okay. and I don't have that specified. There's basically nothing on there. <laughs> Listen, yeah. again, we didn't even think about War Room, so no, if you got five, bad. <laughs> if you got five for five this week, you deserve a, uh, there would be, a seat on the panel. I'll put your photo on yeah. the actual <laughs> yes, exactly. back screen here but for the rest of We already know that no one got yeah, five saying, for nobody, five. That's why I said it. All Next right. Week, no, no now I'm going either. to get into the international numbers. So Terminator go. Genesis is clawing its way from flop territory into profitable terrain thanks to a big lift from China. The Cyborg sequel has earned a disappointing 89.4 million in the US, but it's putting up huge numbers in the People's Republic. The fifth film in the Terminator Mm -hmm. series topped foreign charts for a second weekend in a row. Um, I'm trying to get to the actual numbers. Genesis is the latest domestic dud to get rescued by foreign audiences, joining movies like Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, and Pacific Rim. All classics. (laughs) They're not bad. Genesis carries a $155 million price tag, and it has earned $409.3 million worldwide. That's not bad. I mean, literally, $89 million in the U.S. is mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah. really bad. But I think... For th- what that movie was. Yeah, and I, I think do. when we first started talking about this movie, we all thought this thing's uh, going to lose money. Because mm-hmm. we, we figured it's going to go international, and it's going to make like $200 million more. But it's kind of exceeded that. I mean, $400 million, This thing's in hit territory That's now. That's a lot of money. <sighs> I mean, that is a lot of any time movie gets close to five hundred million, you're in the hit yeah. category. Any time a movie is compared to Hansel and Gretel <laughs> yeah. and Witch Hunters, but, yeah, the, the those, classics. Listen, but both of those movies are getting sequels because of their international numbers. I like yeah. Hansel and Gretel, by the way. I think it's a fun B movie horror film. And Pacific Rim, the story was crying crap, but the action was cool. All right, agreed. Fine. In second place was another Chinese release, The Hundred Regiments Offensive. I feel like China's really just pumping out Dude, some good yeah. movies lately. Well, we got yeah. 25,000 theaters. This is a movie about uh, the Tet Offensive in uh, Vietnam, and they just switched it to uh, Chinese characters. Huh. Oh, well, it's picking yeah. up $16.2 million, and, and that's very good. So that's on top of we've recently saw... The Hunter one uh, and the Monster, movie, Hunter. Monster yeah. Hunt, the remake of Bridesmaids, yes, Bride Wars. Or Br- there we go, Bride Wars. I'm like, I, I haven't seen them. They're in China. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, in uh, third place, Paramount and Skydance is Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation racked up 15.3 million, pushing global mm-hmm. total to 471.1 million. Um, China to debut on September 8th, so that could give it a boost. Um, but the record probably won't hit because the record for Mission Impossible is Ghost Protocol and had six hundred ninety four point wow. hey, seven does five, million. Six hundred million. I mean, that is once again. I mean, Mission, a ton of money. Yeah, it's already greenlit for the next sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still, I'm in the camp that I think Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol is still a little bit better of a film. Mm-hmm. So I think this makes sense to me for if Mission, it's still going to make close to that because it hasn't hit China yet. It could easily pull another 150 or more from China, and it might match up. It's going to be right near Ghost Protocol, honestly, at the end of the day. So, yeah, it's no brainer they're making a sequel. I feel like China has, like, the opposite, like, film release arc that the U.S. has. They like, have the our summers, No, because, like, our summer's dying down, mm-hmm. and I feel like they are just increasing their load. Like, this is when some of our huge summer hits 
are being released. They strike while like the iron's hot. It seems to be also more of a fall dominated. Like you mentioned, Finstock earlier, they, they, they there's a certain amount of time in China where they won't allow yeah. American releases yeah, to come out. Yeah, which was last month. Yeah, which was like a whole month. So all these mm-hmm. box blockbusters that usually take a while to open over there anyway. Mm-hmm. Are just kind of getting there. I mean, it's mm-hmm. great for the studios because they're making their money in the summer and the fall now. Well, another picture making a ton of money. Oh, which one? Minions. Yep. It's over the yes, billion. It's over the billion mark. It is mark. the fourth film of the year to join the a billion dollar global club. So also Avengers, Age of Ultron, Fury 7, and Jurassic World, and now mm-hmm. Minions. Ten figure club. What? The only one I haven't seen is I, Minions. What? I like to be in that club. And the, the thing is, you're not missing anything. Yeah, that's what you told me. Except for yeah. the fact that people have spent a billion dollars seeing it. Yeah, you know. I, I'm just going to lock myself in a basement for like six months. <laughs> Hopefully I come out and the world's different. I think you <laughs> try that. Uh, yes. The two kids movies that just Miley is going to marry a minion. <laughs> that is I wouldn't be next. surprised. I'll uh, stick it somewhere. So the two films that destroyed this year, summer-wise, four kids films, was Inside Out and Minions. Mm-hmm. Minions has made more money. Yep, and I and I think because it was a sequel to kind of like Despicable Me one too. Pixar, even it's an original property, even though it's Pixar, mm-hmm. they both did really well. And I think, but listen, when it comes to Oscar time, Inside yeah. Out will destroy Minions. Yes, absolutely. That's so actually the billion dollars. Do- but listen, a billion dollars will get a nomination. I guarantee you that. Yeah, buy it for what? For Oscars. Yeah, but for what? Best picture. Best animated yeah. film. Oh, for our best animated film. Not best yeah. picture. No. I'm like, <laughs> come on. Best picture I'm like, where are you going for this? Dude, Brave's like one of their worst films was Brave for Pixar. And it yep. won best picture. Mm-hmm. Minions will get a nomination. That is true. I was kind of thinking you were giving it <laughs> no, a no, higher no. honor. No, no, no. And no, I no. was like, what are you talking about? Money can't fight everything. All <laughs> right, let's get on to our international numbers game. Yeah. You're getting prepared over there. It's time for the international title game. I think he's going to turn into Miley Cyrus. That was you eating something. I don't stare at my arms. You said you break out like hives. No, I did break in hives like a month ago, but no, I've just been like... That was because you were so so amped up about Comic-Con. That I broke out hives. You were just so overwhelmed with Comic-Con and the success of uh, everybody there. Just meeting everyone. Please. A little tidbit. uh, Schmoes are uh, at almost 200,000 subscribers now. Yeah, I believe they are. As yeah. we speak, they have they hit, hit 200,000 subscribers. So, so congratulations. Congr- yeah, congratulate to those characters um, on a success. <laughs> We're part of those characters, yeah. yeah. Great. So congratulations <laughs> to yourself. Yeah. Go subscribe. Yes, Let's get us to 300,000. Bragging's bad. There's 700,000, whatever the hell these guys are at. Yeah. But anyway. please, play the game. Let's do it. <laughs> that being said, for a movie title game. All for, Kanye West songs. Yeah, all Kanye joking. West songs. I won't, I don't, Joking. Well, transgender uh, actor movies. Okay. Uh, Robert Redford, who is a real star mm-hmm. and a real actor. Yeah. Uh, is coming Legend. out with a movie next week. Uh, oh, a, walk, a Walk in the Woods, which yeah. looks pretty interesting. I yeah, think they yeah, like yeah. fight a bear and, you know, make fire and stuff like that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So they go camping. Yeah, that being said. <laughs> your yeah. favorite. Just don't hit a deer. It- Please <laughs> continue with the game. All right. Legend of Bagger Vance. Oh, that, did he direct there or did he start? Pa- uh, he was in it. Oh, okay. Pale guy saved by magical black janitor once again. No, I'm kidding. That's not right. Of course. <laughs> uh, the horse whisperer. You know, where you whispered to horses and stuff yep. like that. Okay. Based on the book. Softly spoken stranger. <laughs> okay. Indecent proposal. Okay. Pay up for the peach. Ooh, I like that one. What? You know, the peach, they, the peach. they use the female anatomy. They call it a peach over there. Yeah. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. Which is yes. not even out yet, but once again, they make up titles before movies come out. What do you mean it's not, yeah. The Winter Soldier, whatever. The Civil War, whatever it is. Oh, Civil War. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. This is Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, this yeah. is Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. My bad, my bad. Captain America, <laughs> okay. Captain America Cold Chills. <laughs> Shut up. Cold what? chills. Cold chills. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not cold They're chilling. They're all made up this <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, it sounds like it. it. Might be. That was not a good one this week. A walk in the woods. Oh, yeah, the other one's coming out. Do not yeah. talk to mountain life. It's difficult. 
Okay, okay, wait. Say these uh, again yeah, go, quickly. Go through one more time. The this horse whisperer. Jesus. Uh-huh. Softly spoken stranger. Uh-huh. Indecent proposal. Pay up for the peach. <laughs> Captain America Winter Soldier. Captain America Cold Chills. A walk in the woods. Do not talk to mountain life. It's difficult. <laughs> All these are ridiculous. All of them are fake. <laughs> Stepping up my game now. <laughs> you are. I'm transcended of, now. All um, of them are fake. They're, they're, are, are you sure this isn't like pick the real one? No, no. This is this pick is legitimate. That's why I went with Robert Redford. Oh crap! Um, they love him over there. I'm gonna say pay for the peach. Uh, okay. yeah. I just I just can't see it. Okay. But I could be complete. It's it's a. Take your pick. Yeah. Um Cold Chills? That's, that's, Captain America Cold Chills? That's, that's probably good. There was like too. a rapper in there, right? Like I think it was Anthony Mackey is a rapper. He played two pop ones. <laughs> yeah, okay. I have no idea. Cold yeah. Chills. Alright, I'm going Peach. Uh engineer. Jonathan. I was actually gonna go with Cold Chills too. Okay. Ooh, you okay. Just join me with the Cold Chills. I probably got it wrong. No one. Tom wins, yeah. No uh, one? What was it? Softly Spoken Stranger. I was not going to get that. Yeah, was the last the one last I was going to pick. I was going with. Oh, Damn. goodness. Poof. <laughs> Tom wins five for five. The four for peach. I'd watch anything pay up for the peach. That's amazing. What? That's an amazing title. <laughs> oh, we have we have to like brainstorm or <clears throat> do some sort of warm up next yeah. week. Because yeah, I'm flying to China yeah. for a week. Well, I changed my whole facial structure. Actually, I think that is what I'm assessed. Like, I need to watch more movies in China yeah. and learn more about their titles. Jesus, those are I, I, I have a, a new uh, poker face. I use my poker face now because I know you were onto my face. Oh, facial expressions. I, was, I, was, I was doing a little smile off to my right side and I knew it was giving me away. Well, we talked a little bit about Redford. Now let's talk a little bit about Owen Wilson yes. for our top five list of this week. Going to Mr. Owen Wilson, starting with... Wedding Crashers. My favorite, I'll say it out right now, favorite film on this list is going to be number five because... I think mine is too. It's one of my favorite comedies. It came out the year Four Year Old Virgin came out, which mm-hmm. is like, it's rare when two great comedies come out in one year. And this was one of those years. Vince Vaughn was never... I mean, if the MVP award for this movie goes to Vince Vaughn. Yeah. This is where Vince Vaughn became Vince Vaughn yep. that we know today. Mm-hmm. And Owen Wilson, does, he does a great job doing his role playing mm-hmm. kind of the straight man a little bit the love interest he has a thing with Rachel McAdams but he's still funny it's mm-hmm. not his funniest film it's not his funniest performance but it's one of his funniest films yeah this movie with a just made 265 oh, million huge hit. it's smashed it, yeah and it was a summer flick it, and it's a comedy that people continue to watch it just yeah. has had legs mm-hmm. and the rewatchability factor is really strong for this movie that's like random people like Bradley Cooper oh mm-hmm. somebody and before Bradley Rachel Cooper McAdams. was big a great comedy is a quotable comedy. Absolutely. And I quote this movie all the time. Mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams uh, worked at McDonald's for three summers with her brother and sister. <laughs> I wish I was at that McDonald's. That's I don't eat fast food. I don't eat fast food. There's like a celebrity in who works at McDonald's in some Asian country, and they call her like the goddess. Well, of course they what do. What does she do? She's really pretty. She oh. flips the watch. That's it? Whatever they call it over there. And like takes like <laughs> selfies all the time. Uh-huh. And like people flock that McDonald's to see her. Well, she, one, she's not she's called paid. like the goddess. She's well, not getting paid it's like, the, it's like that one lady who, uh, the one Chinese lady who uh, her boyfriend broke up with her and then she lived in a KFC for two weeks in a, in a Chinese train station. <laughs> Is that true? What? Yeah. She sat there for two weeks and they couldn't kick her out because she was ordering stuff and like on her phone and like used the electricity. And then finally she just got up sort of like, uh, you know, Forrest Gump when he stopped running. She was like, all right, I'm done. And left and he never saw her again. Yeah, I think Spielberg got the rights to her life story, too. He did. He bought it yeah. for a dollar. I feel bad because we just like went oh, off like wedding cashers. I wonder if we're going to have much, many good things to say about the rest of this yeah, list. Because now we get to move to Night at the Museum. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which got multiple. Huge family hit. Uh, that whole sequels. franchise. Yeah, it's spun, it's made, like, what, two, It's because it made $300 million adjusted. Um, he played like a little figurine. Mm-hmm. Like a little... Yeah, I think, yeah, he, I think he just had a voice. I think it was his voice. That's it. No, no. He's no. A, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no, like no, a tiny... You're right, you're right. He's like a tiny soldier. 
He's like he lived in one of like the displays. Yeah, yeah and he's like friends with the Roman guy who's also like next door to him. You know, the first one wasn't was that, bad. Was that, was that, was that, that, yeah, but that's also played by someone yeah, pretty it's, big. It's Steve Robin Williams. Coogan. Steve Coogan. Oh yeah, Steve Coogan. Um, Owen Wells, supporting role. Mm-hmm. He's best friends with Ben Stiller since the Zoolander days. Yeah, Twelve so, movies together. Yeah, they, so that's why he's in this. It's not a really an Owen Wilson film, but he's in it. And he's honestly, I'm not a huge fan of this franchise, but the my, first one wasn't bad. That's what I'm saying. My favorite thing about these movies was seeing Owen Wilson and Stiller kind of interacting. Everybody loves museums, you know, no. and everybody loves no, playing Robin Williams. <laughs> well, yeah, best he was, part of this movie. Uh, yeah, true, Always. but he was in it. You know what the crazy part about it was? He wasn't too? in it as much though, was he? He played like Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Stiller loves the way Tom Cruise runs. Who does? So he's good friends with Tom Cruise, and uh, Tom Cruise like went to his house and uh-huh. taught Ben Stiller like the run, <laughs> the run. So the run you see, the runs that Ben Stiller does mm-hmm. in Night at the Museum, put it on like a side thing of like Mission Impossible. The run, I've never noticed the their run, runs. The run is like super run. mimicked. Now what Stiller should have done is went to Stallone and got the Rocky Three beach run from him. That's Oof, what he should have did. That's a good point. Well, he didn't. And then we have Cars, <laughs> which made three hundred and two yeah. million dollars adjusted. Also has spawned a whole franchise. Yeah, People are very excited about. I think there's another one coming out soon. And it has a ride at Disneyland this, or California Adventure. This holds the record for uh, most DVDs. DVD sold in two days. That's what, in the, five million DVDs. Two. Did days. they release it at Christmas? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. And the product for these movies, like Cars and Cars Two, are a billion dollar business for Disney. The sole reason there was a sequel was because this thing wasn't you know well received very well with critics. It was like it was seen as Pixar's verse misstep in mm-hmm. their release category because before this they were just destroying it. Toy Story, yes. Monster Inc. I mean, Wall E. And then Cars is like that one movie everyone's like, oh, Pixar is great. Well, except for Cars and Cars 2. I feel like people, Cars 2 is even I feel like worse. kids love Cars. That's the though. thing. Like, yeah, Matchbox Cars. I mean, I was a big Matchbox But what made guy. Pixar so great up to that point was the kids loved it, but the parents loved it and got something out of it just as much. Cars felt like the first time where it was just for the kids. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. And that's why they're making toys money at hand over hand. Yeah, Owen Wilson, uh, after the filming this, went to... Uh, Went on vacation with Steven Dorff to Rio de Janeiro. Steven Dorff. Yeah. Legend. And, and he came back and Kate Hudson broke up with him. And that's when he uh, attempted the old uh, shebang. Also, to area. mention on yeah. the list, we're moving up to Armageddon. Brought in almost 350 <laughs> a million adjusted. And then number one will end up going to meet the Fockers, Fockers yeah. with 358 million. But... Armageddon, again, this is before he was These Owen Wilson. not Owen Wilson movies. Well, well, Meet the Fockers, yeah, again, it goes back to the Ben Stiller no, pairing. He had a great uh, scene in Meet the Parents. Yeah, and, no, and the Meet the Fockers. But this is Meet the Fockers. Yeah, yeah but he was in this too. Yeah, but he's in it. Are, he's in it, but these are not Owen Wilson movies. He, the movies that he's in, and he, I mean, I will say Meet the Fockers, he's in all three of them. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he always has a role in it. Uh, Armageddon was before he was Owen Wilson. At least mm-hmm. in Meet the Fockers, he was Owen Wilson at that point. Right. He was a, he was a star who had pull. Mm-hmm. Armageddon was just after like he's broke in with like Bottle Rocket and right. some of these other small films. He was just doing, uh, I think his first starring role was like Behind Enemy Lines, the one we do with Jake and Hackman. It might have been his first starring. That role. was one of his first ones where it was actually like an, a Hollywood film that was pushed, and he was the main guy. Even though they probably pushed Gene Hackman a little more. But you said he was pretty good in No Escape, right? Uh, yeah, he was fine in No Escape. I like when he tries to do a little something outside the comedy realm, no. you know, because he could play kind of the everyday guy. I think that's what a lot of his roles go off as. Michael Bay hates Armageddon. He's like, I oh, really? He says, I could, I would have shot the whole, reshot the whole third act. Oh, you know, really? the crazy part about it is NASA. This is the first movie that NASA actually gave, uh, you know, Paramount like all access. They oh, let really? them use. Okay. The, they let them use the spacesuits for Armageddon. Do you know those spacesuits are three million dollars a piece? What the hell are they made of? Nuclear stuff. <laughs> Nuclear stuff. <laughs> but it's another crazy thing. It's like Bruce Willis uh, was supposed to be in a movie called uh, Broadway Brawler. Okay. Right? And then uh, he ducked out because the movie was terrible, obviously. Sounds so like- they didn't want to let him out of the deal. So the guys from uh, Disney uh, were like, made a deal with the Brooklyn Brawler people. Uh-huh. And were like, we'll buy out the contract, but Bruce has got to sign on for... Um, when they told Bruce, we'll buy out your contract because you'll get sued, but mm-hmm. you got to star in three movies. Uh-huh. One's Armageddon, and two are probably, arguably, his best roles ever. Really? Can you name them? After Armageddon. Yep. 
What came after Armageddon? After Armageddon. Arguably his best roles. 12 Monkeys? Was that before, though? No. Like, best as in most money-making? No, his best performances, period, as an actor. Yes, that's one. Okay, Six Sense. I don't know. Unbreakable? That's two. Boom. Schmodown. See you on the Schmodown side. He's been studying it. I was like, what? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) he didn't want to do it. They were like, boom, and I, I... in my opinion, those are his two, two best roles. I uh, wait, totally I'm sorry. Agree. How? Oh, with the Armageddon. I was like, how did this star- story yeah, no. tie into our Owen Wilson list? Okay, I, could, I could turn mountains into molehills. <laughs> well, let's see if we can <laughs> talk a little bit about the upcoming yeah. films. Because, in my opinion, there's not too much my to say about <laughs> a lot of things coming out this week. Yeah. I think the widest release is going to be The Transporter Refueled at tw- yeah. 2800. I'm really curious about this because even though it is a property, The mm-hmm. Transporter, it was a film series, it was so tied into Jason Statham Absolutely. that mm-hmm. I think they have a big hill to climb here with this new actor. Because I never, I still don't know the guy's name, never really heard of him. He no looks, reviews out. Yeah, he looks okay in the trailers. Like he's in like a TV show or something. Uh, Is he really okay? I so. But I mean, the trailers I just look don't okay. Don't know why you kept like the transporter. Yeah, it's, like make it's the it brand. It'll make it, money overseas. It's not though. It's a Jason mm-hmm. Statham brand. That guy's got a bald head. It's almost the same thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know. I I think it's gonna do okay. I think because. Mm-hmm. But people, he's dead. They're definitely gonna lose people because there's no Jason Statham. Great. Um, I don't know why they couldn't have pulled him back to for another one. Maybe they uh, he no, wants no, more he, money now. Yeah, that's what he wanted. He wanted a ton of money. But I feel like if you if this imagine if the, he was starring in this movie this weekend instead of this that guy, opens at seventeen instead it, of ten. Oh, yes. Yeah, which is more money. Well, yeah, of course. Um, I'll give this guy a shot. I, I'm like you said. There's no reviews. I'm gonna wait until I know some people have seen it and give me a. It's a, all I need to hear that it's a decent action movie and I'll go check it out. I'm not expecting this. You're not tired of the action movies yet? I I never get tired of action movies. (laughs) I don't get tired of action movies. (laughs) All right. So Transporter Refueled's coming out this week. No reviews out. A Walk in the Woods is also coming out, and it has 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, at least, right now. Nick Nolte. Yeah, that's that's like the main reason I want to see the movie, kind of. I'll watch Nick Nolte in anything. (laughs) I watched a guy order uh, at Burger King one day. It was fascinating. (laughs) You saw him at Burger King? Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, This is obviously, I feel like this is one of those movies that's going towards, like, what was that hotel movie (laughs) last Uh, Marigold? I feel like this is definitely going for that that. older audience. Mm -hmm. Which they haven't had a lot of things targeted them lately besides, like, Mr. Holmes, which was very limited release. It did did pretty well. Yeah, it did really well. Little does anybody know, this is the sequel of Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> then yeah, it's them oh, twenty five years that later. That is something I do not want to see. Yeah, it's them twenty five years later. <laughs> Nick Nolte, like no, thank and Robert you. Redford <laughs> fighting bears and wearing cowboy jackets. Yeah, I want to bring up this next movie, and I'm glad I put it on the list here for upcoming films is Dragon Blade. Yeah, but Can, let's call it what it really is called. King Jang's. I was like, I can't pronounce X-Song it. Something. <laughs> what I love about this is it's a Jackie Chan film, but he brought in John Cusack and Adrian Brody in a mm-hmm. martial arts epic. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh. That takes place in like the old ancient like Chinese war days. But you know what was crazy? What? Mel Gibson was supposed to be John Cusack's role. Really? Yes. No. I will watch this on Netflix. Been a global it phenomenon. comes out on Netflix. I have heard from people that it is so bad that it's good. Uh, oh. <laughs> like, you there you enjoyable. go. There's the exception. I, I gotta saw, love that. I saw a clip online where Adrian Brody is beating the crap out of Jackie Chan. In what world does Adrian Brody beat up Jackie Chan? Like in mar- with martial arts, by it. he's New not like America. hitting him. New America, <laughs> New America. That's where it happens. I mean, John Cusack is just not a guy I see in period pieces. I see the guy from See Anything. There was another <laughs> movie that came out like t- just a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah. Morgan Freeman was in some war <laughs> movie this year. You can shoot a movie in your house if you pay Morgan Freeman. He'll come do it. <laughs> him and Sam Jackson didn't do anything. But I mean, I mean, Dragon Blade. I I like Jackie Chan. Last I, nights. Last nights. Yeah, that was last with um. It Clive was Owen. Clive Owen, yeah. and it was like a period piece, yeah. but it wasn't martial arts. It was like... But I could kind of buy him doing that because he was in Robin Hood, and I loved the Kevin Costner Robin Hood, and Morgan great Freeman movie. was great in it. Okay. I just... John it's, Cusack is one of those people, like, I just don't see... I have trouble buying him at any kind of, like... I, if it was Where like 1930s. Well, you know what he does? He stands outside a window and holds up a Hello Kitty doll. All right. 
<laughs> That'd be great. Where is this movie playing? Does anyone know? It's a limited release. Mm-hmm. It's obviously going to get a bigger release in Asia, but true, it'll be on Netflix soon. Also Tomorrow. coming out in probably in limited release is Before We Go. Yeah, I mentioned this Chris because Evans? Chris Evans' directorial yes. debut. Yeah, and uh, it's with Alice Eve, who was mm-hmm. kind of like a it girl for a little bit in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. She was in the film. Um, with the Jay Bruchel where he's trying to hook up with her. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, she's out of your league. Out of your league. Out of your league. And she was... That was all right comedy. Yeah, and she was in Star Trek Into Darkness where she played, like, one mm-hmm. of the new crew members. Uh, but she never really quite took off like I think the people were hoping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Ron, Chris Evans is starring in it and directing it. And directing, yeah. yeah. And Ron Bass wrote it, who wrote Rain Man. There's an interesting thing really? about... Yeah, That's interesting. There's an interesting thing about Ron Bass or Ronald Bass, like he wants to be called now. He doesn't write his scripts on Final Draft. Mm-hmm. What he does, he uh, he walks around with these three girls called the Ronettes, and he recites his I scripts. I don't believe you. No, he recites his scripts. He'll have the one girl write the, you know, as he talks as the man. He'll write mm-hmm. the other one have writing the scenes and the action lines, and the other one writes the person they're talking to. He'll be like, Stanley says this. Uh, and they dictate it and they write it down. I'm dead serious. You can look it up anywhere. Interesting. <laughs> I watched it. Very interesting. I, 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 I witnessed it firsthand. He did a movie for us a, lot, a while ago. I'll just say the main thing I'm interested about this movie is I love when actors try to become directors. It, it, and what's the name? Joel Edgerton did a really good job with The Gift just a few weeks ago. He did. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to see what Chris Evans could do behind the lens. Yeah. So you're going to go seek this one out? I, I will probably check this one out. And like, uh, it's again limited release, but luckily we're in LA. We could find it. Do you have anything quick to say about Blind? Because we have to get into predictions. Uh, Blind, is a, it's a critical darling from, uh, it's a foreign film about a girl who goes blind. And once she goes blind, she doesn't want to leave her house. Kind of like that girl in the Kentucky Fried Chicken story. I went blind for the five minutes I was watching the MTV <laughs> Music Awards yesterday. And Def. Yeah, it's... Straight uh, up Helen Keller. Apparently the movie's very erotic at some points, which I think is fascinating. Oh, that's a cool. blind girl. Yeah, the poster's like her... She's like in her room she naked is, a lot of time. Yeah. That's hot. <laughs> it's pretty hot yeah. blind chick. Sense, I would date a hot blind chick, no question. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, great reviews. You're going to have trouble finding this movie, but uh, I would just check it out just because when reviews are that rave, I say check it out. Yeah, if I was with a blind chick, I'd be like, she's like, what's Brad Pitt look like? Oh, he's, he's terrible looking. Like me. I'd say like me. Yeah, like me. He's worse. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into predictions, see how these... Because uh, most tough. of what we've been talking about are very limited Yeah, there's only releases. one of these are busting the top five. Unless Walk in the Woods just pulls every yeah. person out of the woodwork. Broke back on to Robert Redford. Nick Nolte. Are you an announcer? What are you, do? what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> it's just you know, trailer voice. Yeah, trailer. He's g- g- are you going to do your predictions voice. in that voice? I'm yeah. not first off. Yeah, let's go ahead. I think you yeah, go first yeah, this week. Why not? All right. Okay. Um, uh, this is, this is going to be tough. I mean, this is... Uh, Last week, obviously, War Room came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, We're fighting for scraps here. There's you, nothing. Ahead. There really is. It's awful. You know, these faith-based movies are like almost like a Blumhouse horror pick. They stack them. They front load them. Yeah, they Everybody hit hard and then they fall well. off. Exactly. Um, number five, I'm going to go No Escape. Okay. Number four, I am going to go the Jesus movie. War Room. Okay. Number three, again, I think Mission Impossible is, you know, benefiting off nothing else being out. I think this is a perfect move by these guys who produced it. They were Paramount, whoever did it. Mm-hmm. Um, just a perfect move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, you know, these little $5 million, $7 million gains, three, seven, whatever, still is going to make this money. Okay. Number two. I swear I'm a little torn. Does Compton do four weeks in a row, or does the transporter take it out? You know what? I just can't see the transporter being number one. I'm going to go with Compton number one, transporter number two, Mission Impossible three, Jesus movie four, and uh, No Escape number five. Interesting. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how many theaters a walk in the woods is in. It's It's in limited. No, it's not. My biggest question is how many is War Room going to expand to? It's, it's we don't happen. have the answer to those questions. It's not gonna. Ha- it's not gonna happen. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? Go right ahead. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number one, I'm going with transporter. I think it is to have the transporter name. If the trailers were horrible, I probably wouldn't put number one. But even I got admit, some of the trailers are pretty cool. 
I mean, this guy mm-hmm. looks like he might be able to actually pull off some good action scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since the Transport film came out. I just think it's going to be enough. I don't think it's going to make much money. But in this day and age, where we're at right now, you don't need to make a lot of money. $13 no. million will give it the number one spot. That's clear. Yeah. Uh, so number one, Transport. Number two, I will go straight out of Compton. Um, I think it's going to drop off. But War Room's going to drop off. And that's where two and three are really kind of fighting for me. So I'm just kind of pushing it down. Number two, straight out of Compton. Number three, War Room. This is where this is where it gets tough. Four and five are it's gonna be no escape or mission possible. No escape just pulled in front of Mission Possible, but I think it's gonna have a bigger drop off, so mm-hmm. I will say Mission Possible number four, no escape number five. We're pretty much the same except for all I'm trying to figure out is how many theaters a walk in the woods is in? Uh, like a hundred or something. <laughs> is that it? Not many. It's not much. It'll be more, but it's I it's, we're gonna have to wait. I don't think it's gonna make anywhere near five. I just can't figure out where it's playing, which well, is that's, the problem. It's, it's not like... The weird thing is, like I said, War Room was in a thousand theaters and it made mm-hmm. 11. Yes. But that was also a faith-based movie. Yeah. Big time. Big time faith-based. Ah! We're waiting on Sarah. <laughs> I really just want to... Well, I have the Transporter, then we have Straight out of Compton in the War Room, and then I'm going to go to Mission Impossible, and then I want to see if A Walk in the Woods can sneak in there, but it just depends on where it's located Mm -hmm. and all we have on box office mojo right now is limited Mm -hmm. Mm. i'll just that's annoying i'm annoyed (laughs) (laughs) i'm annoyed by my computer right now um did you do i did no escape number five I'll put a walk in the woods just because I don't want to have the same right. as you. Uh, then okay. I, all, I was going to say, we'd have to guess the number one film. Yeah. Ah, Transporter. No. I'm but, sorry. Right. Cool. I'm a walk right. in the woods. I like good. that. I like that. Feel pretty good. And I think next week, is, there, is it going to be our year show? No, the week after. It's coming up. Let's take yeah. a caller before we head out Let's of take here. Some calls. Poof. Who we got? Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Who do we got? Who do we got? Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Hey Brian, Brian. nice to meet you again. Where was the movie awards? This the music awards last night. Was it in Miami or is it? I uh, think it was here. Was it in LA? Okay, usually it's one of the. Trust me, I was planning something, but I just couldn't put anything together. Did you watch the music awards, Brian? Uh, No, I did not. Good for you. I was too too sad by the news of uh, crashing last night. So yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, yeah, it sucks, man. Listen, anytime a film legend dies, yeah. a huge vacuum is going to be left. And the great thing is you have his work you can go back and watch. Mm-hmm. And that's what's great about being a, he left a great legacy. filmmaker. Yeah, you create a legacy and you, you'll never be forgotten. Yep. That's the mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got for us there, Brian? you got a question or do you want to give us your top five? Um, I got a, I got a question. I got a question for you guys. But really quick, uh, this is from Stardew in the chat room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give a happy anniversary to Schmozno, who just reached 200,000 yes. subscribers today. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Awesome. Moving Love up it. in the world. Thanks for a shout-out, man. Thank you. Yep. yep. And um, and the question is, um, you know, in memory of Wes Craven, mm-hmm. uh, which is your favorite movie by him? I said earlier... The first Nightmare on Elm Street to me is still his best film. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't say best film. I'll say my favorite film. And the two... People forget he didn't do all the Nightmare films. No, he dropped off after the first one, kind of just as a producer. Although my second favorite film is Part Three, The Dream Warriors, mm-hmm. which Wes Craven came back and helped write on. So easily, my two favorite Nightmare films are the two that Wes Craven was involved in. So for me, easy. Yeah, Those I would, two. I would, I would definitely say Nightmare on Elm Street One mm-hmm. was fantastic. It's a pure horror film. Before yeah. he got to the comedy that Fred Krueger came down to, where he mm-hmm. was kind of like a slapstick right. horror film, he is just pure terror in that first film. He just wasn't good at you know directing. It, 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 he was good at everything he did in every single mm-hmm. facet, just making up the characters, the glove, everything. Like Fred, Freddy's uh, original sweater was red and blue, but he looked up uh, something where the eyes and the optic uh, lenses in your eyes or the cones react to the red and green a lot better and that's why they went with the red and green hmm. wow and Sarah Scream I think I've probably I'd probably pick Scream I've only seen the original Nightmare that was, on Elm that's Street that's my second because that was fantastic um, but I haven't seen a lot of like the sequels or whatnot because horror is just not my genre so just out of needing to see it because everyone told me to mm-hmm. I have seen Nightmare on Elm Street but I'd probably give it to Scream because I enjoy it a little I'm not bit ma- more I'm not mad at that 
I'm not mad at that. Yeah, and it's funny. It's kind of like when Scorsese did Wolf of Wall Street. You were kind of wondering, could he do this again? Can mm-hmm. he kind of, you know, be what he was when he first started? And mm-hmm. when Screen came out, what's... Crane was older at that point too. Yeah, he people were like, "Holy cow!" You would have thought like a twenty-something-year-old young yeah. indie director would have made that movie. Yeah, but this old master kind of came in, just redid the whole thing, man. Yeah, and killed it. Yeah, R.I.P. Thanks so much old. for the call, man. That yeah. was a great question. We love talking right. with Craven. Yes. All right, we have one more caller, and then we have Sarah, to get Sarah's out of got here. A heart out. Yeah, I have to leave. Thanks for calling, Box House Breakdown. Who do we got today? Hey, it's going. Hey, Dylan, what, what's up, is. brother? Dylan, what's going on? Esposito. Hey, where did you have War Room, bro? Did you know uh, what War top, Room top was? Five, that's for sure. Not in the top five. All had right, you good. heard of it? I had not heard of it. Yeah, no, the, uh, and by the way, the guy that went four for five, he did have the top four correct. He had oh, War wow. Room at number two? He had War Room at two. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Well he would have he, he been the guy. Uh-huh. I got a yeah, bunch you, of Point Break women t-shirts for him. Dylan, what do you got for us today? Uh, top five. Uh, nice. Hey, if you win, I got a. If you win, I got a three uh, ladies tank top Point Break shirts for you. <laughs> you know you need those ladies tank tops. <laughs> no, I saw him. He was he was tobogganing somewhere in the river. There's a couple need, of chicks I need with to him. hear Dylan's right, top go ahead, five. Dylan. Go ahead, bud. Uh, it's pretty much the same as y'all's. Just uh, I'm flipping No Escape. I'm gonna have that at four. Okay. And Mission Impossible at five. All right, so Ooh. you about the same as me? Yeah. yeah so so transported one, uh, straight out of Compton two, Wolverine three, and then uh, No Escape, Mission Impossible. What do you nice. think the dif- sounds what, good? What do you think the difference is between uh, one second? Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, the difference in money wise with Compton and Transporter, a million, two million bucks tops. Yeah, yeah, tops. Because uh, right now Transporter is shagging at eight. Yeah. So. So I think it's going to come in. Close. That's true. I think Compton could do 10. We will We will see. Thank you for calling, Dylan. Thanks, dude. Good work. I'm I'm rushing us out yeah, as we sorry, have to guys. go. Thank you for listening to us on Popcorn Talk. We'll be here again next Monday. The Monday after that is our anniversary. So yeah. Stay tuned for that show. Um, thank you for listening, guys. We need Twitters. Yeah, catch me at SchmozJTE. And also, if you buy a Casper bed and text us, show us a receipt. We will do a whole episode on a bed. Yes. <laughs> all three of us. Yes. On a bed. With, all, with okay. olive oil. With olive oil. <laughs> with olive oil. There will be no olive oil. <laughs> at Bob Finstock. You can probably catch me later on the news when I'm burning something down. Uh, in angry protest against the VMAs. <laughs> like, that guy did it. But He's the guy. Like us, comment on Facebook. Do all of those things, please, and we will talk to you soon. Poof. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.